What happens to a place when people move through its confines? Do we leave a mark? Something unseen but real nonetheless? Can these structures, these monuments of wood, stone, and earth retain a piece of us? Is it simply our energy being transferred like a memory, or is it more sinister? Can these places trap our soul, and if so, how long before we go mad? Everyone here can just suck it, you know. So, um, no, we life, man, life happens. Crazy yeah. stuff, uh, pandemic. Um, I went through my fourth layoff in four years. So, Eesh. yeah. And and you had some exciting things happening as well. Yeah, yeah. Some some good and bad, but yeah, I, I think uh, ultimately the the most exciting piece of that puzzle is is uh, getting to. Um, kind of take a deep dive and try to start a photography business um, along with the other things that I already do, but trying to, to throw some weight behind that. And um, it's been mm-hmm. a wild, been a wild eight or nine months, man. It's, it's been real crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The, the nine to five went away and you know, you grab life by the horns and said, yeah, I'm going to yeah. figure this out. I'm going to do, I'm going to do me. I'm going to do, you know, some, creative pursuits and dude i'm i'm like it's gonna sound stupid but i'm proud of you man like i think that's cool so no i appreciate that i mean uh uh i'll, I'll talk to you in about a year and let you know if it worked out but <laughs> well, ho- hopefully we'll be on this ride together for the next year right and yeah no for sure eight month hiatus but no you know, yeah if there is life happens guys and uh you know we hope that everyone who's kind of listened throughout those eight months and, and stayed on this journey or discovered us, um, you know, is on board, ready to jump back in the scary real uh, wagon and take this pony on down the road with us. Yeah, we. I, I can't say enough, you know, appreciation to the listeners and the people that have uh, stuck with it, or even if you listened and you kind of forgot about it, that, you know, we understandable. Um, But, uh, you know, we've gotten reviews from, from folks and we've had um, just a a great amount of downloads and listens and that speaks volumes to us. And that was, I think one of the things that, you know, looking at it, we're going, we got to get, we got to get back to this, you know, that, that both, both of us talked about is it. like, we got to get back on this train and, mm-hmm. and because, um, people are engaged and, and we want to be engaged in it. Uh, I, I, I'll speak for myself, but I missed it. I missed talking with you. I missed going through stories and, and th- these conversations, like I think about it a lot. So it's good to just jump back on the horse and be like, okay, well, we're diving back in. So, oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and in anyone who listened to you know the the first uh, year or so of episodes, you know, you know, like Adam and I, are lifelong friends, got separated by time and distance, and this is our, yeah, you know, these are our, most friends, you know, meet up and have a drink and have a therapy session. This is our therapy session. Absolutely. What you don't hear is about you know forty five minutes before and after each episode where we just shoot the shit. So yeah, yeah. And it's and it's great because um, with all the separation of, of time and distance, um, we we've 
we're able to, fortunately for ourselves, uh, we're able to pick up pretty quickly and get right back in the thick of it. And, uh, that translates well to a good podcast, uh, fortunately. So, uh, so it's a great, it's a great thing, I think, for both of us. Um, and, uh, it just, it's a little bit like coming home, man. It's like, all right, here we are. We're back in the, in it. And, uh, it's like hanging out with my brother again. So. Yeah. So without any further ado, I am going to get a little bit scripty here. And I'm going to say this week, in honor of Adam starting his own photography business and pursuing his artistic passions, we are going to talk about spirit photography. Yeah, man. Okay. So you, you, uh, sent this stuff to me and I, I gotta be honest, I hadn't heard a lot about spirit photography. A little bit, but not like, not as much as, as, uh, surprisingly as you would expect. So I was really excited to, to kind of dive into this. Um, and we got some good stories tonight to talk about. I'm very excited. Definitely. Yeah. And so it kind of, it kind of came to me in waves, right? Like, so spirit photography is one of those things. Like, I think you and I both heard like the, the term spirit photography, but you know, yeah. I've never like done a deep dive on it. I don't know that I've ever heard of anyone doing a deep dive on it. Um, but I re- so recently I binged cause, um, had one of those weekends that's few and far between where you can just not move and let your ass graft into your couch <laughs> and uh and i i watched some random new thing on netflix and now i'm not even going to know the name of it it was it was like project 81 or some weird name to that <gasps> oh i think we seen? watched the same show <laughs> Did you? okay so it was fresh on my mind because of that right because there's scenes in that where they talk about spirit photography and and uh you know that weird demon thing comes through and some of the <laughs> photographs right yes yeah and there's a lot of podcasting in that which also speaks volumes to me mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously yeah right yeah and uh yeah so it was just kind of on my mind or i guess kind of fresh in my brain uh at least that term was and you know and then you and i were talking about like dude we got to start this back up we got to get going again like we never we never quit it was just we just didn't do it, you know, right? right. We never said, yep. had the conversation of like, we're done, you know, because we're never done. But yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. You know, and and I knew, I knew why, you know, you and I keep in touch and, and I, I knew what was going on and I knew about your business. I'm like, yeah, yeah, spirit photography, photography. So now, now you have to go out and take pictures of ghosts. I don't know how I you do. do that, but you that's a thing you have to do now. I, I, the problem is after after hearing these stories, I'm like, I don't think I need or ever should do that. Like, <laughs> but uh, but uh, you know, I'm not saying I won't. Um, I, I just I'm saying that um, my photography is not centered around this at all. And so, as soon as I capture a spirit in my camera, I'm gonna throw my damn camera and burn it, <laughs> and then be like, I'm done. Photo- no more photography for the rest of my life because this oh, is terrifying. Oh, crap! So. You know that you're gonna pee yourself, and then you're immediately gonna start trying to talk oh, to George. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, <laughs> you know me too well, man. You know. Uh, um, so I would do the same thing. 
So. Yeah, yeah, be like, this is scary. Okay, let's figure it out. Um, <laughs> but so do, let's dive into the um, like a little bit of the background, uh, you know, little history on what spirit photography is, because I'm guessing some people have never heard of it, and some people know a little bit, kind of like I did, and some people are probably better experts than we'll ever be. So, I guess where I, I kind of wanted to start was I got a little bit of a you know the the authoritative uh be all end all know all of our time wikipedia <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's it is the modern equivalent of like the encyclopedia britannica right like this is <laughs> i don't know if i'd go that far i'm pretty sure they had standards you know right yeah well wikipedia is just a bunch of drunk people on the weekends writing things so. well they they do have they do have a team of people that you know correct the crazy shit we put on there on the weekends you know <laughs> but, yeah <laughs> but the problem the problem is they're all volunteers so they, yeah they're like I don't, they ah. they stick to the important topics yeah yeah so you some know? of the stuff you're like did anybody look at this in the last yeah. two years what's happened <laughs> like there's there's one podcast host that i used to listen to and i don't know if it still has it but i know for five to ten years it listed his brother as chris he's an only child so <laughs> and, and he's not gonna go correct it himself he's like whatever i don't care i'm not gonna wikipedia myself you know uh or, if yeah so anyway. yeah if, if they ever fun. start a, a side note if they ever start a wikipedia about scary real whatever they say in there i'm just gonna leave so they could they could have the craziest <laughs> Uh, it, I won't matter. I'm just yeah. be like, nah, leave it. It's yeah. probably true. We'll and go to some paranormal not. convention and people will be asking you about, you know, your your half sister Ryan, and <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, uh huh, yep, yep, yeah. yeah, we talk all the time. Also, she's yeah. a ghost. It's great. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just I want to feed into it. I don't. Why not? Yeah. But anyways, okay. Why, so exactly. you, you you did a Wikipedia, and I I it helped me because. As a, like, as the person who wants to talk about it, it's like, okay, what is the, what are, you know, what's the background a little bit or what's the, uh, a little more detail on this than just, uh, you know, spitballing it? So I guess, I guess the, the title's a little bit deceiving, right? So there's, there's a distinction between spirit photography, which is a type of photography that obviously, early 19th century or late 19th century, sorry, you know, was a big thing. Then what some people call spirit photography, which I think the, the kind of hardcore true, you know, like historians that are big into the paranormal would say, no, that's not spirit photography. That's, you know, ghost photography, um, is more of what we're going to talk about tonight. And sure. ghost photography, I would lump in with like, um, like orbs and things like that. Okay. So, so anyway, but, um, Wikipedia says spirit photography or also called ghost photography is a type of photography, uh, whose primary goal is to capture images of ghosts in other spiritual entities, especially in ghost hunting. So that's where I think you're getting the dis distinction between ghost and spirit photography. Right. Um, it dates back to the late 19th century, the end of the American Civil War, and the mid-19th century spiritualism movement contributed greatly to the popularity of spirit photography. Uh, 
Photographers such as William Mumler and William Hope ran thriving businesses taking photos of people with their supposed dead relatives. Both were shown to be frauds, but some true believers such as Sir or Arthur Conan Doyle refused to accept the evidence as proof of a hoax. Mm. As cameras became available to the general public, ghost photo- photographs became more common due to the natural camera artifacts such as flashes reflecting off dust particles, a camera strap or hair close to the lens, lens flare, some word I'm not going to try to describe because it sounds like <laughs> pedophile, but it's not. Um, or in modern times, uh, deceptions using smartphone applications, blah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. So yep. I think the original thing was they would uh, – because – Older photographs had a long exposure time, right? Absolutely. Yep. So, you know, you had to remove the cap or, you know, whatever it was covering the lens. And the person had to sit there for a long time and just mm-hmm. sit there and not move, kind of like a, uh, a painting. Not quite as long, but same idea. Yeah. Um, which is also why they used to take, and I know it's considered a creepy practice now, but at the time it was considered normal, is when somebody was deceased, they would prop them in a chair or in a position that made them look like they were living and take a picture. Well, they're deceased. They're not moving. They're just propped right. up in this position. So the long exposure time didn't affect them. and. Mm-hmm the loved ones would get a photograph of the person before they were buried, which most people at the time didn't have photographs of their loved ones because it was expensive. It took a lot of time, you know, especially with little kids, you couldn't, you know, you can't get a kid to stand still for five seconds, let alone, you know, 15 minutes or whatever, however long it took (laughs) for the, for the, you know, the photograph to expose. So, yep. So yeah, long story short, um, some people took advantage of that. And what they would do is they would double expose. So the person would sit in a chair for a long time and they would somehow superimpose what appeared to be the person's loved one in the background mm-hmm. kind of thing. And some people took that as, you know, we're going to take these photographs and, you know, if you see an orb or a apparition in the background that's your loved one Mm -hmm. Uh, which is where that project 81 or whatever it was called 84 came in and now that (laughs) i was reading this i'm realizing they didn't just snap photographs like they did in (laughs) in that one scene you know where the the demon came through or whatever (laughs) it was the god you know like oh wait no that wasn't a thing back then like no she would have had to stand there for however long and wait for the photograph to expose so right yeah 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 it it, what's what's fascinating so uh as sort of a a bit of a nerd on the subject with photography is the 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 advancement of photography to what it is today of course we most of us carry a uh, a device in our pocket that can capture photographs that you know in the late 19th century, nobody could have imagined. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and yet still here we are. I mean, like you said, we have people, uh, uh, Wikipedia even talked about it. Uh, people are, you know, 
downloaded an app to make it look like there's a ghost in their photos and that kind of thing. So, you know, all things are nothing is new under the sun. But what mm-hmm. what's what's interesting is, is if you, you know, uh, if you watch any of the ghost, you know, uh, adventures or or even uh, uh, the taps team, they, they started putting out episodes again. I don't know if you saw that, but um, no, I did not. Yeah, they they're, they're back on Discovery Network or whatever. Um, but what they're everybody is capturing with their video and and, and uh, cameras, um, orbs and you know what they think is spirits and the technology is different, but the concept is still the same. It's like what are you seeing in this photograph that shouldn't be there? And some of it is very explainable, you know. Uh, dust in dust in the in the lens or or that kind of thing or even just light catching some dust particles it happens um photograph uh photographers will tell you that all the time um but there's things that you'll still go like i don't know how this happened in the photo like no matter what i could try to explain i don't know Mm -hmm. how it got there and i think both of these stories that we're going to get into um that's where it gets very interesting because all of a sudden you're like i don't understand why this is even there at all like it's not a something's wrong with my camera or i caught you know a light refraction somewhere it's it's much much different than that so yeah you know and i don't i don't want to get too far off the subject but like i have a few security cameras in the house that have uh ir for when you know when the lights are out kind of thing oh yeah Um, yeah and i have one specifically in the basement that points at the we have we have a walkout in the basement and you know it's it's living space but there's no bedrooms like this basement is empty most of the time so just in the off chance that somebody decides to kick in my basement door that you know my neighbors can't see kind of thing um i have a camera pointed at it and i get alerts (laughs) i had to turn my alerts off because 15 times a day, I was getting an alert that there was motion in my basement. I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah. You know, 15 times a day, I was getting a quote unquote orb or, you know, a piece of lint that is floating through the air and picks up the light in the right way because there are, you know, windows down here. Obviously, it's a walkout. So, right. So they're, they're catching the sunlight and, you know, it goes zooming by the camera and like, okay. Yeah. But I got to tell you, for the first couple of weeks, every time I opened up that alert, my heart's skipping a beat waiting for, you know, ghost girl to go screaming towards the camera. <laughs> yeah, like uh, like paranormal activity where it's just like the, yeah. the sudden rapid movement. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I had to turn that off because I couldn't do that all day. Oh. Right. Yeah, yeah. 72, you know, unseen alerts. I'm like, oh, God. Can we just stop? <laughs> Listen, that- if there's a ghost, just hang out down there. I'll yeah. come see you later. I don't yeah. know. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'll leave you alone. You have a pool table. You have a jukebox. Like, just get to work. <laughs> have some fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is your afterlife. You do what you want, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but quit alerting my camera, please. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, sorry. No, you're. So. Yeah, it's perfect. The, hey, that's part of the charm of us, right? We like to have fun. Yeah, we, like we, to- we, we always have the little asides where it's like, yeah, we get it, you know, yeah. we're going to talk about it. So. Exactly. We scare ourselves till we pee a little and then, and then we laugh. 
So that's right. All right, Brosif, uh, you want to take the first story? Gosh, I just uh, sounded like the biggest bro. <laughs> no, not at all. But I yes, hate, I I hate myself. <laughs> no. Uh, yes. Okay. So let's let's dive into the this first story tonight. It comes from Reddit user uh, Darky One Hundred, and is titled Rose. Um, he says, while I was in college, I was part of a photography group. One day we decided to take pictures of the lonely, uh, sorry, of the lonely, my goodness, of the lovely stone statues at a nearby cemetery. I was I happy. believe, sorry. Oh, no, I, I, I believe our friend is English. There's a lot of lovelies and mates uh, or, okay. you know. Some somewhere not America. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to uh, say English, but yeah. Right. Yeah, but it seems very British or or something. Um. So, uh, they say I was happy because I paired up with my good mate Laura. About thirty minutes after we arrived, and I was done freaking out about Laura almost walking on every unmarked grave we came across. We stumbled across an above ground grave, like it's just a huge stone square. Uh. So. Uh, for those of us in the States, I think we're probably used to seeing a lot of the above ground um, headstones that are square, rectangles, whatever. You know, that, that's more common on, on this side of the pond for sure. What I'm imagining here is uh, not necessarily an above ground grave, but we've seen them more overseas where it's just it's just like a cement or stone slab like sitting on the ground. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. Absolutely. Like, yep. Um, so I don't know if that's like a big chamber that goes all the way down. Like maybe they couldn't dig as deep kind of thing. I don't or it's just a stone slab. I think I think people are familiar just from movies and, and pop culture and things like that. Yeah. Um they go on to say, as it was hidden by a lot of overgrowth, I wanted to show my respect, so I picked up a stick and attempted to remove some of the debris. Uh once I did that I was able to see a date, 1864. Uh, my, thir- my first thought was that the grave looked way too new to be from the 1800s. Um, at this time, Laura handed me a box I was not familiar with. She is really into paranormal and had given me a spirit box radio thing. Um, now, I... Okay. <laughs> I, as I've talked about on this show before, um, I am a sucker for the ghost shows on, like, you know, Discovery Network and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And they all have a spirit box. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. I can I'm, see why, if you're not familiar with it, you'd be like a spirit box radio thing in a bobber. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am fascinated by the concept of a spirit box um and to the uninitiated or the people that have not seen it at one point or the other it's basically a device that scans um radio frequencies that are um at a rapid pace it's like every second or every like half a second or something it's constantly switching to a new frequency the yeah, i don't I, want to step on your toes but i think no, it's, go ahead it's- quite a bit faster than that oh is it okay Okay. it's 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 so fast because i think everyone you know you have a microwave and you you know one two or you know ten nine like we know that's a second like 
So in that seems like a short amount of time, but think about it. If you're listening to a radio station, you're going to get full syllables and maybe even a full word, right? Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's going so fast. The idea is that it's so fast that you're not going to pick up chatter from a radio station by accident. Right, yes. They're piecing together all these random, you know, tenth of a second syllables that they mm-hmm. can put together words. Yes. I could be wrong, but that that is my understanding of it. Uh, I think you're right. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm positive you're right, actually, because, yeah, half a second is still pretty long in that in the concept of what this box is supposed to do. Um, yeah, so it's rapidly scanning these stations. Uh, you get a lot of static noise. You're mostly going to hear static. Um, but what people that are true believers in a spirit box believe is that spirits can use the white noise um, that's generated to formulate a sentence or usually just a word of some kind. Um, so you kind of ask a question you know, you're prompting a response and then that response will come through in the, in the form of some kind of word that you hear. Mm-hmm. Um, I I've seen it in action on TV shows and stuff like that. I've uh, one of our, I, I think you and I both, one of the podcasts we both listen to quite a bit, um, astonishing legends. They've used a spirit box for several of their different um, on, you know, on scene uh, quote unquote investigation type things. I, I'm fascinated by it. I don't know if I don't know if I believe in it, but I'm just fascinated by it. And I, part mm-hmm. of me thinks like sometimes you do get this like semi-intelligent response back. And so uh, to me, fascinating stuff. I don't know. It's it's pretty cool. So um, I don't have one, so I can't play with it myself, you know. Uh, but yeah, I should get one someday. Someday. Yeah. And then and then I'll want to like leave my house immediately because i'll be like i heard so much in my house but um anyways okay so uh so they they turned it on and (laughs) what they said is and nothing um which i think is probably the case for a lot of people that use a spirit box you get nothing it's just noise um they go on to say eventually a couple of odd noises squealed out of the box but nothing that really stood out um, I think if I remember correctly, about 20 minutes later, we heard the name Rose come through. Um, I didn't think it was important and handed the box back to Laura before making our way through the cemetery again. Further down the path, we came across a headstone that was made of red brick. It turned out to be a double grave. So two people were in it. That's pretty common. It happens a lot. People pick out mm-hmm. their, uh, their plots together. Um, They go on to say, I read the first name while Laura carefully walked around to the other side. Um, On mine, on my side, it said loving husband, George, but it got creepy when Laura read the inscription on her side, beautiful wife, Rose. Is this just coincidence or is this something paranormal? This wasn't everything that happened that day, but it was one of the scariest. I've never had a spirit box tell me a name and then straight afterwards, see the grave of that person since. Um, so, yeah, you know, they didn't capture a photograph. Uh, they were there for photography reasons. But um, what I what I find, you know, sort of fascinating is like you hear this name 
it seems a bit innocuous to hear the name Rose come through and then, oh, here's this grave marked, uh, um, you know, beautiful wife Rose. Coincidence, maybe, but I just, you know, we've talked enough on this show of like saying some things are are more than coincidence or some things are more than um, than what they seem. And, And it's just it's it's a very interesting story. And for sure, I would have been scared. I like that he's a scary. I would have been scared at that moment or at least a little creeped out for sure. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things where, like you said, it's. Is it definitive definitive evidence? Is it photo- like a photograph? You know, is it a video? No, obviously not. But it's odd enough that it makes you kind of sit there and, and, and perk up and pay attention, right? Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, just being in a cemetery alone, like, you're a braver person than I am, so. Yes, yeah. Um. I will I will shamelessly plug myself for a second, but not really. Um, but um, I did a, 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 a quote unquote spooky shoot with a friend of mine this fall in a cemetery. Um, and this cemetery is really cool because they have a lot of like the big headstones and the, you know, kind of almost like the mausoleum type things that are in the in the place. And, and no other cemetery around here has what they have. Um, and we were there on a full moon night. Um, and captured some really amazing uh, photographs. Um, but there is that sense of like, um, like you said, being in a, in a cemetery, um, we weren't, I mean, it was just the two of us, you know, so I had somebody else there, but you're still feel very alone. You know, just like you're surrounded by, um, reminders of death and um, uh you know mm-hmm. and it, it's not even i mean we're in i'm in small town iowa it's not yeah. um not uh, super ancient but it, it is you know maybe 50 100 years old some of these gravestones and stuff but yeah i i think being in that environment and then you hear something on a spirit box and then then that name appears on a gravestone you know 20 30 minutes later yeah i think that would like you said, it would make me perk up a little bit for sure. So it's a good story. Yeah. You know, and especially if I think one of the things that stood out to me was uh, the author said, you know, like, you know, we stood there and we listened and, you know, we, we got some squawking and, you know, not but nothing that was coherent, nothing that stood out. And then out of nowhere, it's like Rose. Oh, yeah. Rose. Okay, well, that means nothing to me, so it's right. just another random noise, I guess, and we'll move on. And then you walk further down the path, and, you know, who's to, I don't know. Maybe they walk past a dozen graves, maybe they walk past no graves, you know, but, but I think we can all agree a headstone made out of red brick is unusual. Yes. Maybe not in other parts of the world, but I don't know of anywhere that uses brick, right? Because brick, you have to mortar together. It's not a solid piece. You can't just etch into it. Right. Yeah. I think most people know enough about brick that they know, like, it's you're not going to carve into brick. It kind of crumbles away when you try to. Yes. Right? Like, my house is made of brick. You're not just going to, you know, use a chisel and chisel a name into it or, you know, etch a name into it kind of thing. Like you're going to get chunks that break out that are bigger than others. And whatever you tried to etch in is going to be unintelligible, you know? So yeah. 
So I don't know how it was done, obviously. Um, I don't have a picture of it or anything like that. But it was unusual enough that it made them stop. Yeah. And pay attention to it. So. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, well, we, yeah, that was a great story and um, and and an interesting experience. I, I think, uh, like we said, being in the in that place alone is already an experience and then and then something catching your eye like that after you've had you know this this word come through a spirit box i i think most of us would probably you know perk up and pay a little bit more attention uh in that circumstance so All right, so we just wanted to take a quick moment to give you guys uh, uh, all the places that you can connect with Scary Real. Um, maybe you have a story you want to share. Maybe you listened to one of the stories and wanted to comment or uh, maybe share a similar experience. And we want to provide a space for that to happen. And there is a couple of great ways to do that. Yeah, you can uh, obviously reach us on Reddit where we've had several people um leave their stories for us and all of that is scary real pod pod so we're scary real pod on reddit we're scary real pod on instagram uh, and if you think that we need a facebook or twitter please let us know because um adam and i don't have either <laughs> <laughs> we do we don't use those right now so you couldn't if you're looking for us on twitter we're not there and we're not on facebook but um but we do uh, actively check both reddit and instagram and of course our email which is also scary real pod at gmail.com um maybe you just want to submit a story there or send send some pictures or something that have to do with a story um by all means reach out to us and we can keep your stories very anonymous or we can share your handle and people can find you if you so desire um definitely and you know if if it's not very long if you feel like maybe you can't convey it necessarily in i don't know professional writer kind of way that's fine mm -hmm. you know it doesn't it doesn't have to be adam and i get the gist of it we we can read it we can get the gist of it and i'm going to tell you you know right now we don't read everything word for word that is sent to us um partially because we understand when you're typing out something pretty long there's gonna be just kind of maybe run on sentence or you know just some clerical errors that you know your fingers get going faster than your brain or your brain gets going faster than your fingers and Shit happens, right? Mm -hmm. So don't worry about that. Also, if it's not very long, not a big deal. We we love the episodes where we can kind of give one person's two or three quick hit little experiences that happen to them. Mm -hmm. Or that, you know, we can put two or three different people's experiences together into one episode. Uh, we just love story and we love your stories. Absolutely. Um, and likewise... The places to listen to the podcast, uh, you're going to be able to find them on all the big hitters, iTunes, um, Spotify, uh, Tune in. TuneIn, Stitcher. Um, so get on whatever preferred platform you use. Um, the biggest help you can do for us is to give it a rating and or a review. Um, and then also share that with other people. Maybe you're part of a paranormal community. Maybe you're just... a 
friends with a lot of people that also like scary stories and true stories, this is a great way to help spread the word. And it's something we love to do, but obviously the more people that are listening and the more connections we have, the more stories we can then share and continue this, this uh, journey together. So exactly, exactly. You know, and we do, we kind of have a, a phase two plan, you know, Adam and I would love to get out on the road and, um, tell your stories in, real places real haunted locations Mm -hmm. um so uh if we're able to do that in the future we definitely will um that's kind of phase two of scary real um but if not if we never get there that's fine we just we love story and we love your stories absolutely so yeah check us out all those places scary real pod and uh and we will keep telling your stories and uh communicating with you as much as we're able uh yeah so anyway uh our second story in the you know kind of spirit photography or, or ghost photography, I guess is maybe a little more appropriate name for it. Um, tonight is titled the longer you look, the more you see, uh, from two cents nuisance on Reddit. Uh, and two cents starts out backstory about seven years ago. My husband and I rented a very cute home in a rural area. Well, there's your first mistake. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why? Like nothing happens or nothing good happens in the woods. Like, why would you do no, that? No, no, just pay attention to like every horror movie or scary story you've ever heard. It all starts at a house yeah. in the woods. Yeah. But then I get, the older I get, the more I'm like, I hate people and I don't want to see them. So I know. I'm, I'm also like, I just want to be a hermit in the woods. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 The Appalachian Mountains are called. There you the go. Name. So anyway, uh, the price for rent was in our budget. And the owner even asked for less than what the top end of what we could afford was at the time. The farmhouse was pretty close to 100 years old, but it was in great condition. The owners were pretty nice people, and we absolutely loved the area. We had a few neighbors, but the little village sat in an area that was surrounded by cornfields, with the nearest city being over 30 miles away. So, for... Our U.S. listeners, because we put everything in minutes, <laughs> uh, 30 miles, what would you say, about 45 minutes? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, it, you're you're assuming probably 55 on those rural highways, you know, So, and you got to get through small town yeah. to get there. So, yeah, probably 45 minutes. Yeah, because 100 miles on the highway at highway speeds is two hours. And I know that because I've driven that 150 times in the, a year. So. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, you got to clock down to a science, man. <laughs> oh, yes. Yep. To the T. Anyway, so <clears throat> we moved in during the middle of winter. This is important because the house always seemed cold, but we chalked it up to the age of the home. This is where it gets weird. Even in the summer, we would have to wear something with long sleeves while we were in the house. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we all are very familiar with, like, the old house that is drafty in the winter. There's no, like, you could put as much plastic on the windows, but it really doesn't do anything. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah. yeah, you know, and it would, you know, you think it's an old home. I don't know if it's got like energy efficient windows. So my last house, you know, was, was an old farmhouse that we renovated, but we hadn't gotten to the windows. The windows hadn't been changed since the seventies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like you're, you're losing AC in the summer and, and getting cold air in the winter. Like yeah. you would think the house would be warm, not cold. Right. Yeah. 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 Just... And we, we were surrounded by trees, so we had the benefit of the shade. But mm-hmm. still. Yep. Yeah. So she says, the house was two stories with the bedrooms upstairs. The strangest part about this was at the bottom of the staircase. It was positioned in the very center of the house. I, I believe she's referring to the staircase. Mm-hmm. Whenever I needed to get anything from the second floor, I would run up the stairs as fast as I could with my eyes shut. That seems dangerous. Know- yeah well i mean if you're ocd like me you're counting the steps and you know exactly (laughs) oh for sure yeah you've got it down like you know yeah Yeah. Yeah. unless you're skipping stairs to get up them as fast as you can but (laughs) like you said that seems dangerous so right Uh, i don't know why but i always got a feeling that i would see something i didn't want to if my eyes were open then my husband started doing the same thing when I asked him why he ran up the stairs like that, he said the stairs gave him the creeps. Mm. This didn't surprise me in the least because I obviously felt the same way. Right. I I think that feeling, uh, we've talked about it on this show before, but like that feeling of like shutting the last light off and then like booking it, you know, like mm-hmm. that we did as kids or sometimes quote unquote as adults, I don't do that, but I do. Um <laughs> But every night, you know, like we're done recording. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh my god! But <laughs> it's it's uh, it's just like that. Like something's behind you. If you turn around, you're gonna see the scary face in the window. It's that. It's that like mental game we play. And so I totally get it. It's like you're gonna run up the stairs and get it as fast as you can. And you know, like you just feel it. You know, it's right there. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I've talked about it on the on the show before. But you know, after seeing the ring, like going home and like. <laughs> turning on every light all the way down to my bedroom and then coming back up and turning them off at, like behind me as I went down and like you know turning the TV around why is it at night that windows turn into portals to hell Just like, because they do <laughs> like, like, like I swear every time I look at a window at night I'm like there's gonna be a face in there and I'm gonna <laughs> shit myself it's the devil <laughs> portals to hell anyway yeah <clears throat> so our author said While we were living there, my husband started a second shift job. This left me in the house by myself for eight hours a day. I got to the point where I couldn't even make myself go up those stairs. At times, I'd be so gripped with fear that I'd have to stop in the kitchen and build up my courage. Hmm. It got so bad that more often than not, we'd both end up sleeping in the living room. When my husband was home, we'd beg each other to come with us, even when we had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I love that, though. Like, because it's just yeah. like, okay, well, come with me when I go up there to get something. <laughs> yeah. She said the bathroom was right next to the stairs. So, like, that's pretty bad. So, okay, for those who don't know, second shift is usually what, like, like 4 p.m. to 11 p.m. kind of thing? Yeah, something like Somewhere that. Somewhere in there, you know. So you're not it's not overnight, you're but you're getting home late. 
And mm-hmm. yeah, then, mm. yeah, you get from that transition, you know, that, uh, that the dusk time where everything's starting to get a little dark, but you, you know, the lights seem mm-hmm. like they don't need to be on yet. And then all of a sudden it's like pitch black. Yeah. And you're like, Oh God, you know, turn on the light. Yeah. He's probably yeah. gone like right, like in maybe an hour before she's home from work kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That, uh, mm-hmm. that's fun times. Anyway. We would do everything together. Didn't matter what it was. Showering, going to the bathroom, brushing our teeth. We had to be together, even if it was 3 Mm a.m. I'd use the restroom before I left for work and would hold it until he came home. If I couldn't, (laughs) I would drive the five miles to the nearest gas station. Wow, so... Yeah, that's some some dedication to to not experiencing that fear <clears throat> but i get it i mean if you i mean it seems like a pretty oppressive type of feeling you know this isn't just like a silly i'm kind of scared moment it's like no this is like i can't even i can't be close to these stairs basically yeah i think this is yeah you're right like this is going a little bit further than just a, a weird creepy feeling right mm-hmm. you're driving five miles to take a piss right Ah, so she goes on to say, then one of my sisters came for a visit. She has always been more open and sensitive to the paranormal. When she came, neither my husband or I mentioned the creepy vibes to her. The day she arrived, we were standing in the kitchen talking, which was right around the corner from the stairs, when she just walked out and stood in the hall looking up the stairs. Without any prompting, she said, I think something bad happened on these steps. They're giving me some strong negative vibes. Mm. She moved away and stood in the living room doorway. All that leads me to the creepiest moment in that home. As if none of this was creepy to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, uh, do we have to do like a, a quick check in with our listeners to be like, everybody feeling all right? Because it's going to get worse. Uh, you know, take yeah. a moment, breathe. It's- Breathe. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, if you have a heart condition, maybe stop. <laughs> right. Uh, we are not responsible. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, whatever your feelings are about, you know, sensitivity to, to paranormal or or spiritual things, there are people. It seems like that just pick up on it or get you know uh, notice things a little bit differently than we do. Um, and so for her sister to be aware of something that they haven't even discussed and to talk, you know, about the same type of feeling. Um, it's just interesting. So. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, so diving back in, she says at some point after my sister's first visit, she came by with the rest of her family. At one point, all the adults were talking in the living room when my niece, who was about four at the time, came up to me and said she wanted to take a picture with me. I took out my phone, snapped a quick selfie, and handed her the phone without looking at it. A few seconds later, my niece held up the phone and said, Look at the faces. Hmm. I looked down to see what she was talking about, and ice flowed through my veins. The face I noticed first was the one above her head. The cheeks are sunken in, and the eyes are darkened. Hmm. I was shocked and said, oh my God, there is a face. All the adults, now curious, came to see. My sister pointed above my head and said, 
that looks like a witch, with her head thrown back laughing. My husband asked, what's going on with the picture frame? We all look at the wall, and the picture is how it should be. Not at all how it is in the picture. So I, I'm assuming there's a like a picture frame hanging on the wall behind them that was oh, in the picture. Sure. Yep. Um, the frame in the photo has a diamond shape with the corner pointed down. So as if, you know, the square or rectangle frame shifted so that mm-hmm. it was, you know, sitting cockeyed with, with you know, the, the corner pointing down. Right. My bro- brother-in-law suggested it was the angle of the camera, but that seems unlikely due to the fact that the seam on the wall that's in the picture is perfectly vertical. Mm-hmm. Okay. Inside the frame was another face. This one looked like a little blonde boy. The frame picture is of a bridge in the woods. There are no people in the photo at all. Shortly after that, we moved, and the creepy vibe stopped immediately. My husband and I can go anywhere without the aid of the other, and we now have privacy when using the restroom. (laughs) Oh, and we don't have to wear a jacket 365 days a year. I feel like we dropped a burden when we moved out. Man, uh, you made the right choice. You did the right thing. Um, that that is very very creepy, uh, very scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I wish they had the photo. Uh, I'd love to see it. Um, just as a reference point, because obviously it's fascinating. But um, so you can it, pull it up on through Imager, I believe on on Reddit. There's a link to it, and and I have looked at it, but I didn't go in depth. Right? It it's an sure. odd photo. It to me, it almost looks like what you'd see like on a double exposed um single use you remember the like the old like single use Kodak cameras disposable oh, yeah. cameras yep. mm-hmm. um where you could double expose them where remember if you charge the flash and you bang the camera on your hand the flash would go off but it would also double right. expose the photo yeah. um or like just like smoke in front of the camera which seems odd if it's mm-hmm. a cell phone camera, even if it's an old cell phone camera from, you know, I don't know, five, ten years ago kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, you yeah. uh No, that's that's interesting. Take a look and, and yeah, decide like, for yourselves. Right. And like you're saying, you know, it's possible a, a double exposure or possible uh, that kind of thing. And you know, not not that we're I, not But the, I don't I, think I, it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh being a cell we're, phone. We're Sorry, not, that's what I'm getting right. at. No, yeah, no, it makes total sense. And like we've, you know, we've said a thousand times, we're not in the business of like debunking these stories or trying to find the credibility. We're just mm-hmm. sharing them because they're interesting. And obviously they've had an impact on the people that experienced it. Um, and when you're talking mm-hmm. about like that, that constant feeling that you've had in your home and then you move out and it's gone, you know, that, that says something to you. So even if like the photo got messed up somehow, it just a weird circumstance where it's like, I don't know, just, the way we captured it just, you know, it was a little blurry or something. It doesn't really matter because yep. um, it, the feelings you're having are all gone when you move out. So it's it's uh, a great story. It's fascinating. Um, I, I, I'm like now and I'm sure like this is probably the fault of like a horror movies. But like now I'm always like, man, if I lived in a house like that, I'd be like going to the courthouse and like looking up records of like, all right, who died here? You know, like, just uh, (laughs) is it like, like the, you know, the scene where like someone's in a dark library reading about whatever, you know, it's just like, uh, that's the little investigator side of me, I think. But, 
Um, but yeah, it's, it's super creepy. She wasn't wrong. That's the scariest experience in her house. And, uh, cause I felt the shivers, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Like I said, we could, we could dive into this debunking thing, but that's not why we're here. Right. We just, we love these stories. We love that people are, they feel that they can share them. And, you know, and we like to get those out to a wider audience and yeah. So thank you. And, uh, I'm glad you don't live in that house anymore. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and if you're listening and you go, I think I live in this house now, uh, move, just move out. It's not worth it. And then, e- and then email. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Tell yeah. us your stories and we'll share yeah. it next Scarerealpod time. Scarerealpod at um, gmail.com. That's right. You can also find us on Instagram. It's Scarerealpod on there. Um, and yeah. uh, the, tic- the, Connect the with TikToks. The tickety talks. Oh, yeah. Scarerealpod. We are cool uh no that's not true (laughs) yes so check us out check us out share your stories we'd love to hear them um we we love to talk and if you like we've had people that have submitted photos and and experiences we've had people that have just kind of shared a story and want us to keep things anonymous and we could do that certainly um it's kind of kind of whatever you want but we're here uh to share these stories and talk about them and uh we just love love to do it so Definitely. And, um, you know, we just want to say thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us. Like I said, you know, it's, it's been a, a bit of a hiatus for us, but we're grateful to everyone that's continued to listen and continue to discover us uh, during our time off. And, uh, you know, we're glad to be back. We're, you know, be looking for uh, two episodes a month. You know, we're going to, we're going to do uh, by, by weekly here and, uh, Yeah, we're we're glad to be back. We're ready to roll. And as always, be good to yourself. And be good to others. We'll see you soon. So, yeah, uh, I just want to say thanks again. And as always, be good to yourself. And be good together. We'll see you next time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fuck. I'm sorry. I like, couldn't even spit it out. Oh, Lordy. Oh, God. And be good together. <laughs> be good together. Uh, Neosex time. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. <laughs>